Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Monday, July 24th, 2017. <laughs> It's Monday, so we're talking new video game releases for the week. Tomorrow, Tuesday, July 25th, is a big day for releases. Fortnite gets its paid early access official release. Some of the founders, the big money purchasers of Fortnite, have already been playing the game. And uh, I got a code to be playing the game as well. I hope you've heard me talk about it a little bit on this show. I will continue to talk about it as I dig deeper. It's a really interesting concept, a mashup of sort of a tower defense third-person shooter like Orcs Must Die with uh, more base building, sort of Minecrafty uh, building up structures crossed with a whole bunch of crazy RPG progression systems. Uh, in fact, some of those I find to be a little bit too much. It's got layers and layers of free-to-play dynamics in it. Again, early access starts tomorrow. That is paid early access. You do have to pay for the game, uh, which will eventually be a free-to-play game. So my advice probably, unless you're really excited about this game, is to hold off until it goes free-to-play. But it is an interesting, fun experience uh, that I'm enjoying. And I'll continue to talk about it on the show as I play more. That is coming out for Mac, PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Also tomorrow, Tuesday, July 25th, uh, one of the games I've been eagerly anticipating, the new game from Supergiant Games, these are the guys that did Bastion and Transistor, their new game Pyre is coming out on PC and PlayStation 4. This is a game I've played at multiple events, and each time I have come away very impressed. Pyre is a turn-based RPG-type game, but really it's more of a sport in the context of a fantasy setting. It's kind of a mix between soccer and dodgeball and, uh, I don't know, field hockey. (laughs) Very, very interesting looking game. And the pedigree of these guys, Supergiant Games, they have not made a bad game. In fact, Bastion remains probably on my list of of really the best games of its generation. It's fantastic. So, Be sure to check out Pyre when it hits on Tuesday for PC and PlayStation 4. We also get a really interesting-looking role-playing game that has piqued my interest. Uh, It's called Citadel Forged with Fire that comes out on Tuesday for PC and Xbox One. Looks really cool. It's a big sandbox role-playing game. Very ambitious-looking title. Uh, I anticipate that I'll pick this one up and check it out, so you'll hear me talk about it. Citadel Forged with Fire, certainly on my radar, uh, comes out tomorrow. Also, if you're a fan of the Fable franchise and you like trading card games and there aren't enough trading card games for you between Elder Scrolls and Hearthstone and Gwent and all the others, Fable is adding their trading card game to the mix. Fable Fortune is coming out on PC and Xbox One tomorrow, Tuesday, July 25th. If you're into building games like SimCity and Civilization, you may want to check out Avon Colony, which comes out on Tuesday for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. This is a really beautiful-looking game about settling on an alien planet light years from Earth, building your colonies into big, sprawling cities. 
uh, just looks gorgeous. And uh, I'm, I love these little ant farm type games where you're building your colonies. Uh, I, this looks really, really interesting. Avon Colony coming out tomorrow. Then, of course, Friday, July 28th, big, big news because a new console is launching. Nintendo is launching the new 2DS XL, which is the giant version of the 2DS, which is the 3DS without 3D. Are we keeping up? <laughs> That's iteration upon iteration upon iteration. Yeah, very, very good-looking console. If you're into 3DS games, and who wouldn't be? Uh, there's lots of great titles available on 3DS. And uh, what better way to play them than on a larger console without having to worry about that 3D slider? Also, there are a bunch of 3DS games coming out on Friday alongside that release, including Miitopia, the crazy role-playing, Japanese-style role-playing game that uses me-type characters so you can put your friends into the world. And Hey Pikmin, which is Pikmin done in a 2D sort of pixel style on 3DS. So huge games. These are huge games. Uh, releasing alongside the new 2DS XL, but uh, can also be played on any of the other 3DS, new 3DS styles. And we can't forget, Friday also sees the release of Sundered on PC and PlayStation 4. Sundered is the follow-up to Jotun from the same developers. Beautiful hand-drawn animation style, just utterly gorgeous. A big 2D side-scrolling action game. Looks interesting. Time for a call-in now. This one comes from Ian, who's got himself a moral dilemma. Nintendo style. Hey Jeff Kanata, this is Ian. I have a video game ethics conundrum that I want to run by you. I was recently lucky enough to pre-order one of the SNES classics and my thought is, do I play it or do I sell it? Now I'm not in doing any kind of like scalping thing where I bought like 10 or 50 of them specifically to sell them, but I thought to myself, if Nintendo really is going to eventually make more of these between its uh, September release and, you know, the holiday season, then I could probably just sell the one that I'm getting on release day and then just buy a new one when they come out again in, like, November. I, I guess, like, what are your thoughts? Have you ever thought or known people that, you know, buy systems just to sell them because they know they'll be in high demand? You know what? I think I'm just going to play it. It's got Super Castlevania. So, yeah, I'm just going to play it. Hi, Ian. Thanks for the call-in. First of all, congratulations. Not a Not a small feat to get yourself a secured Super Nintendo Classic pre-order. I tried. I admit it. I was there clicking on that Walmart link when it went up, and uh, I got bupkis. So congrats to you. And I think all of us have been in this situation one time or another. I've never sought out the opportunity to buy something just to resell it, but I've definitely found myself with something that is in high demand and considered the idea. I don't think it is morally reprehensible to resell something that has a higher value than what you paid for it. I'm not a fan of the people that, as you said, do it in bulk, uh, that sort of grab everything up, ticket scalpers, so to speak, that uh, buy a bunch of things for the sole purpose of marking them up and reselling them. I'm not into that. I don't think that's particularly a uh, honorable thing to do. But when you find yourself with something that you own that has a lot of value, I've, I've always considered it. I've never actually gone through with it. But uh, there was uh, one point at which I had two Vives when the Vive just hit the market. And I pre-ordered two of them because I wasn't sure if one of them was going to come through. And I ended up having two of them. 
And I thought, well, I could probably resell this for a lot. They were going on eBay for a lot more money than I bought them for. And I actually considered it for a while, but I ended up just uh, selling it to a friend who wanted one for, for the value that I bought it for. So just recouped my investment and got the, the face value. But I, I will tell you this, I am still the owner of a uh, Ultimate Edition Millennium Falcon Lego set, the big Ultimate Lego Millennium Falcon set, the one that they don't make anymore. Uh, and I haven't put it together. It's still in the box. I bought it on a whim many, many years ago when it first was released. It cost me $500. It was a huge, crazy, <laughs> knee-jerk purchase. I was very embarrassed at the time that I spent $500 on Legos. I was doing the Totally Rad show at the time, and I saw it available, and I just wanted it, and I got it. Then I never built it, and I kind of just sat in my closet for a while, and then all of a sudden they stopped making it, and then it became worth $5,000, and I still have it. I still haven't pulled the trigger. I like the fact that I know it's worth $5,000, maybe not even worth that anymore. At one point, it hit $5,000. I don't keep up on how much it costs. I oftentimes... Imagine if I hit <laughs> hit a down month or something, I can just sell my Lego Millennium Falcon and uh, and make <laughs> make up the rent payment that I need or whatever. I don't think I'll ever do it, but it's nice knowing I could. Theoretically, I really probably couldn't. Uh, but I don't. The, my point is, <laughs> my point is, I don't think. Uh, that it is a moral quandary that you're in. I don't think it's a it's a problem for you to resell your Super Nintendo. The question you have to ask for yourself is, do you want to the the Super Nintendo Classic that much? I suspect, if past is precedent, that the NES Classic it gives us any lesson in this. You will not be able to just stroll into a store at any point and grab one. Uh, so if you think you can sell this one because it's in high demand, and then later on just buy one because they'll be uh, sitting there on store shelves, I don't think I'd make that bet. I would say you just have to determine whether or not the, I don't know, 100, 150 bucks, what are they going for? What are these pre-ordered ones going for now? I didn't even check. But, you know, you paid 80 uh, face value, you'd make what? Make Get 100, 150, 200 tops, I would guess. That's not that much of a profit. I guess it's, you know, double your money. That's pretty impressive. But uh, I would suspect that the joy that it brings you is going to be much more than the joy of that you know, extra 80 bucks that you get on top of the uh, payback for the for the price. Generally speaking, I don't think you, it's worth it. I'd love to hear what you guys think, though. Are there more of you out there that have been in, the, in this position? Do you think that it's uh, dishonorable to resell something for a higher price than you paid for it just because it is in short supply? You can send me a call in just like Ian did. It's so easy. Using the Anchor app, all you got to do is click on the call-in button, record your voice. It sends right to me. Anything you want to talk about, games you're playing, uh, games you want to hear me talk about more or less, I suppose. <laughs> Anything you would like to talk about, feel free to send a call-in. I love making this show a two-way street, so I look forward to hearing from you.